Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to a podcast by The Word. As Frank Sinatra famously says in his Las Vegas live album, when he comes onto that sound and he goes, how did all these people get in my room? Okay. <laughs> and, and so the reason is this word podcast is number 200 and it's taking place at the, in the King and Queen in Foley Street in London's swinging West End in front of the London Massive. Please applaud yeah. yourself. Yeah. So we're going to blunder through as best we can the next 40 minutes or so in, uh, you know, celebrating some of the things that people like about the word podcast and also involving some of the people in here in games of skill and chance (laughs) involving rock trivia. But first of all, Mark, can you just can you just just describe this beautiful room we're in? My first impression is that we're seeing here a wide variety of Czech shirts. <laughs> it's a tremendous fashion show. It looks like a sort of Sausalito country bag. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, you yeah. can sling together Brizzly Schwartz by whistling. You, you can. That's <laughs> no good. trouble at all. But it's a very impressive... I, I think, as will be later revealed, that this was actually um, the, the, the venue in which uh, Bob Dylan played... Was it one of his first... Kids? I mean, Bob Dylan played... Played for the first time in Britain. Somebody nodding at the back there. I think I'm yeah. right in this. This is terrifying. If you're embarking on any yeah. kind of improvised rock trivia in front of these people, yeah. you know, because somebody's the heckling will start uh, pull a trapdoor and you're just going to disappear if you get it. If you get it, if you get it wrong. He, he came here in, no, in November 1962. There is a picture, actually, of him on is the there wall a over there, and he is standing, as far as I can see, in front of this very. Oh, carpet, really? Which proves. But in the spot that the Massive is now standing. So uh, you, can, you can queue up to have your picture taken in front of the fireplace later yeah. on. November 1962, and he came to see Martin Carthy, who was playing in this room. And Martin Carthy looked down, you know, among the Czech shirts and thought, hang on, 
isn't that spokesman for a generation? <laughs> <Bob Lee? laughs> and, he, and he approached him at the interval and said, do you feel like singing a song? And so he came and sang a song. In here. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't here. Two, three songs. <laughs> three well, already songs. the music tonight has been of an infinitely higher quality. Yes. <laughs> and I think we should put it. No, it's a lovely room. Man. It was a beautiful old uh, Victorian plaster work and apparently a two-headed... Teddy bear somewhere. Two, two-headed teddy bear in the corner. I know you said uh, two-headed oh, teddy bear oh, sitting on a cash table. That is such a bizarre that's a, that's thing. Sick. Isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's, but over on the left is a kind of the traditional massive uh, boot sale, uh, which I'm very thrilled about actually because Dogface Boy has just already given me um, the rehearsal tapes of Bob Dylan, uh, Ronnie Wood, and Keith Richards for uh, Live Aid. Who played, what what, what seems strange to you about that, Peter? What could possibly be wrong about that? On podcasts Passim, we have told the story of their hopeless performance and how they were under-rehearsed to the extent that Ronnie apparently didn't even know what the song was called. He said it was... Was it... Was it, was it um, well, he said it's about the Hollis Brown and he yeah, said Hollis Brown. It's about a cough mixture. Isn't that cough well, yeah. mixture? But this proves that they had a 45-minute rigorous rehearsal, <laughs> apparently. So I have this tape and I can't wait to... And uh, Dogface Boy is presumably the legitimate owner of the rights of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me make this absolutely clear to my learned friend and to Ronnie Wood that Dogface did not break into Chateau Wood <laughs> have it away on his toes with any reel-to-reels. So, listen, anyway. there's just one thing I wanted to briefly touch on before we go any further. Because this week, the um, to me, the most fascinating story post, uh, post-Christmas in the kind of rock permanent... The has Crankies? Been, the Crankies. <laughs> <laughs> has been the strange on-off marriage of Sinead O'Connor and her latest... Bow. Are we calling him a bow? <laughs> now, Mark, I know that you are, as they say in media circles, across this story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll start at the beginning here. Now, Fraser, you followed this a while back, didn't you? Because she advertised on the internet. She was getting feisty, yes. She, would, uh, she was, had a list of demands. Of the, she was uh, looking for a man. Of a prospective beau. She had a list of demands. She required. Story for family consumption. This isn't she isn't too rude. She, she came across like she required servicing. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kate Mossman, you, you've actually you've got a list of these yeah. uh, these requirements. She was, well, she was very specific. I don't know exactly what the sexually explicit requirements were, but I know that she, she had a very sort of specific measure of the man that she wanted. And um, <laughs> she, says, she says here, they, they go, it's about five of them. She goes, he must not be named Brian. Or Nigel. <laughs> Does that disqualify anybody in the room? Are there any Brian's or Nigel's? Now everybody's still in here. Okay. I'm surprised everyone hasn't got their hand up. Yeah. Second tweet. Second tweet. Listen to the the way it's phrased. I like me a hairy man. Oh. <laughs> so buffed and or waxed need not apply. Oh. And then he must be very snuggly in inverted commas, not just wham bam. Oh my! Next point, he must be wham bam. <laughs> and the fifth point is my favourite one. He has to like his mother. Yes. Well, she's thought point. about this very, very specially. You see, she's gone. She's That's a lot of pressure for the guy. No wonder he's bottled out. But she found someone, didn't she? Did. She, she no, found didn't. some guy. Is it therapist or something like that? He's a I drugs think? counselor, which is oh. what's ironic. Given what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So they then got married in that in that kind of oasis of stability. Uh, we call Las Vegas. Las Vegas wedding chapel. <laughs> you know, and, and so I'm going to ask questions of the audience. Before she got married, how many times had she been married before? Anybody want to have a go? At the back there. Three. Three. That is absolutely correct. So she'd been there three times before. Okay. They got married in, in Las Vegas. 
Uh, and uh, <laughs> I was reading a caption in the Daily Mail that said, <laughs> the couple looked smitten with one another, sharing a passionate kiss for the camera. Oh. You know? <laughs> to me, he looked like a man who just taken on something that he was just too, too terrible for words. A question, how long did they spend together before they broke up? 16 days. 16, 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said 16 days, 16 hours. It, it actually, it's more realistic. It actually is seven days that they actually spent together. They must have been occupied in, do, in doing other things. <laughs> so they made a go of it then, Rob. <laughs> They, they went through the tough times. Did they spend the together, or were they spent in, in, in a Russell Brand, Katy Perry way, where they actually delivered <coughs> content? Well, absolutely. Yeah, Russell Brand and Katy Perry have just split up yeah. after you know they, nobody can work out whether they that actually spent the more than three mass, weeks that's right. <laughs> during that time. Anyway, they split up, and then they got back together again, didn't they? And do you know what caused them to get back together again? Sex. Okay. Apparently, they found themselves in some kind of bunk up, and she thought. Oh, that's absolutely fine. So she didn't well, put out another tweet for a service. No. <laughs> yeah. He applied under a different name and then she met him again. Now, I'm asking the room to speculate whether I'm, I'm unkind or cynical in any way in suggesting that this has anything to do with the fact that Sinead O'Connor is on tour in February. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's fair? Do you think there's any connection at all? No, you're thinking so unlike Spock, 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 when people have gone down the aisle with not necessarily the best intentions and it hasn't worked out perfectly. Mark, you go first. Well, I've chosen Greg Allman and Cher. Yay! I've actually taken the course of having to write some things on a piece of paper here because the details are so not forgotten. They're absolutely ludicrous. Um, Greg Allman has been married, according to Wikipedia, at least six times. Yes. I'm say six times, at least. Um... One of those, I think, was to the sister of the bassist of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. You need to know that, don't you? Yeah. So, very rock and roll. His oldest child is 46. They have tremendous names. Three of them are musicians, as you would be, I imagine, if, if you're in the DNA of the great Greg Allman. Grunting Greg. <laughs> Devon Allman, who's 40, is the leader of Honey Tribe. Elijah Blue Allman, age 35, who is uh, actually the son of Cher, of course. Yeah. Uh, is the leader of a group called Deadsy, and Layla Brooklyn Allman, who's 18, uh, fronts a group called Picture Me Broken. Now, no one has any idea how many children he's got. Uh, <laughs> uh, he has three grandchildren, and he also married a porn star, I think, called Savannah. Do you remember that? You've kind of got to, haven't you? Oh, yeah, 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 just do. Just keep that keep it interesting. Yeah. But he met Cher in 1975, and they got married, and um, if I remember rightly, they... They filed, she filed for divorce after nine days. <laughs> and what happened was, it, it, I'm sure I can remember following this melody maker at the time, that they'd gone out, it'd all gone horribly wrong, making Sinead's thing look like a walking <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Greg had uh, enormous uh, uh, reliance on, on the source. Where was it in Vegas again? No, it wasn't in, it never would be great in Las Vegas wedding chapel. No, it was in Los Angeles. And there is reportedly a famous picture of him on the ninth night of their wedding when he has taken so many, whatever, magic mushrooms, he has fainted face first into a plate of spaghetti. That's, <laughs> bad, isn't it? That's a bad date, isn't it? It was a bad date because they're married, hair all over the place. So she files for divorce. 
And what I think happened was that she said, uh, yeah, when I called him to say that it was over, uh, he was so high that he didn't understand me. <laughs> so that particular filing for divorce didn't work out. But about two weeks later, he had sobered up to the extent that he thought she was being with a pain, and then he filed for the year that he filed for divorce. So it was, no one was quite sure if they were filing for divorce because they were so out of it. Each claimed to be their first. Each claimed, exactly. But it's and a classic. The group. Well, then, then I think she got pregnant, actually. They were going to spend it, she got pregnant. With Elijah Blue. With Elijah Blue, that's right. So they <laughs> stayed together. And all I can remember was that they appeared on Old Great Wisdom Tales. I'm old enough to say I remember together. watching that. You know, yeah, they formed a group called All, all Man, Man and Woman. And a woman. <laughs> and Anybody got that album on the Capricorn label? Nobody got that? They were absolutely appalling, and that's well. That was pretty much it. I mean, it's just not a my, my, my favourite. Uh, my favourite addendum to the the uh, the Allman chair uh, setup is Elijah Blue. Who's seen the video of Take, uh, what is it called, Turn Back Time by, uh, by Cher? Yeah. Which is, it's rather modest effort, which he actually performs on a battleship. Yeah. Oh, yes, a stride. On a battleship. A stride of gun. A stride of God knows how many inch gun. <laughs> wearing a thong. She's wearing a thong, and she must have been in her late 40s or something at the time. And she's actually thrusting her pelvis at her son, yeah. who's playing the guitar, which you think is the greatest oh yeah. mom oh, moment in, in culture, yeah. you know. And no. but, but she had no shame at all. So that's uh, that's Cher and uh, Cher and Greg. They Kate. Pretty highly, For me, it would have to be Bobby and Whitney. Bobby, Bobby Brown, Brown and Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yes, okay. Houston, we have a problem. That kind of thing. But, um, <laughs> she. Uh, the thing is, you imagine all these celebrity marriages. You know, they sort of it lasts six months to a year, and then everyone goes hands in the air, nothing to see here. Finish it as quickly as possible. Guess how long this marriage lasted? Guess, oh, when, long, long guess when they met? Limped along, didn't it? Go on, go on. Anyone get any guesses when they met? No. <laughs> it was it was 1989. So they met in 1989. 1989, and uh, they filed for she filed for divorce in 2007. Oh come on! And their their life was played out weekly in the form of a reality TV show called Being Bobby Brown. So you can see it was slightly weighted towards him, um, uh, in which they they would do things like proposition each other grotesquely in front of their own kids, and then they'd then they'd have play fights and slap each other's faces. This was on TV. This was on TV. And um, they, uh, the interesting thing about him is that he had been recently diagnosed, diagnosed with bipolar disorder and ADD, but um, he kept that at bay, he kept the symptoms down with a mixture of marijuana and cocaine. It was his own combination. He's self-medicated. So he would, We've all done it. He would lace, he yeah. would lace his marijuana. That's his prerogative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I found an amazing, a great thing that she'd said about him, because this, the, the TV show suggested they were both as bad as each other in a way, and she, you know, someone said, why are you married to him? And he goes, she goes... I've got a good man. He takes care of me. I don't have to be scared of anything because I know I know he will kick every... Well, disrespect him and you've got a problem. Oh, <laughs> dear God. So who's the more disturbed? Elijah Blue Allman from his mum thrusting at him on a top of a... T- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, interestingly, um, Bobby Brown has five children, two of whom are called Bobby. <laughs> oh, he's up there, he's up there. I, I have to just throw in one more because I do have to sometimes... Have a reality check. I have to. I have to think to myself: Did Michael Jackson really marry oh, yeah. Lisa Marie oh, Presley? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, seriously, it's one of those things. You think: Did I read that in an outlandish novel, or did that actually occur? And well, it, it did occur. And um, she's she's been married four times, uh, and then the marriage to Michael Jackson didn't didn't uh, last very long. She subsequently talked about it. She said there was one occasion 
where she turned up at an award show where he was getting an award and he sang to her from the audience. They hadn't seen each other for six weeks before that. She just turned up and, you know, that was part of the performance. And she asked by Oprah Whitney, did he love you? And I'm sorry to introduce a kind of serious point here, but it, her, her answer struck me as quite profound. I'm serious here. He said, she said, he loved me as much as he could. And I think that probably says something. Quite understanding. Quite yeah. understanding. You know, that was psychology. Well, you know, yeah. these people are so consumed with getting people to love them. Yeah. It's very difficult for them to, to give any of that stuff out. Yeah. So, who's, let's have a show of hands. Who's, who, who's your, who's your favourite gruesome twosome in rock? Is it uh, Sinead and that current bloke? Oh, we're voting. Yeah, okay. Does anybody care to know? Okay. Yeah, me. I got somebody over there. Okay. Uh, Greg and Cher. Grant and Greg. Come on. You know it. Oh, it's got a good showing there. Uh, Bobby and Whitney. Oh yeah. Uh, all pretty equal showing. And uh, Lisa Maria Michael. There's absolutely no decision in that, you know. So that the, the, you know the jury's still out on that. On that. Uh, so that that brings to an end the first bit of the world podcast. Please show your appreciation. You've been listening to the free feed of the Word podcast. The full album-length version is only available to subscribers to the magazine. To sign up and to hear the rest of this podcast, go to www.wordpodcast.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. 
Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.